And yes, 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 yes. Welcome to the Science of Getting Rich podcast. I haven't recorded here in a minute. But if you know, I do the Science of Getting Rich on Apple iTunes only and Podbean, which is kind of a weird app for... Uh, everyone kind of seems to do podcasts differently. And nowadays, it seems like podcasts are... People doing podcasts consider it to be YouTube channels. When I think of a podcast, I think of audio only. Uh, it's something I'm listening to, which I appreciate, you know, working on houses and doing things that I do physically. I can listen to a lot of content. I don't read as much as I used to. I still read a lot, uh, about an hour a day. Um, I don't, I don't want to say I sit down and just crank out an hour. It's usually like 20 minutes, 10 minutes, but you add it up. I read about an hour a day. I used to read really aggressive. But now I take in, dude, I'm not kidding. If I don't take in, I'm not going to lie. There's probably days I take in 10, 12 hours a day of content. And I don't mean it's all like, you know, educational. Like I'm obsessed with the mafia. I listen to a lot of mafia stories. Matter of fact, I'm fixing to have a guy coming on the podcast who used to be a, a, a street soldier in the mafia, just got out of prison. And, um... But at least half of that time is spent listening to things I think could help me. Entrepreneurs that inspire me, business leaders that are, you know, have done things way more than me. And I'm just listening. Um, I study business even though I don't own a business. I have no interest in having employees. I used to have six employees. You know, we used to crank up 100000 a month when the business was doing well. And I had six people I had to pay. You say that number and it sounds like, wow. But it's like, you know, if you're keeping 20%, 30%, you're doing pretty good. Um, and that's leverage, you know, the reason business owners, they take on enormous risk. The chances of your business succeeding is pretty slim. It's unfortunate the way it is. I was talking with a young lady yesterday. I don't know if you're on here and you know, they're opening in a gym. Okay. It's tough, man. Just as a guy that studies business, I kind of consider I study business for a living now. Like I study stocks, I spend hours a day. And then, you know, my, um, a micro business is, is just a tiny version of a Coca-Cola. You have the same things. You're, you're just filling all those roles. And, 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 and business, while it's the, the most rewarding activity you can pursue is owning a business, it's the way that make the most money outside of outliers, big being in, in sports or an artist or, you know, you know, bam, you just hit with something. That's rare, right? That's like point half, not even half a percent of people. Most of us aren't going to be famous or, you know, I, I have a lot of followers and I'm, nobody knows me. You know, I mean, there's people with tens of millions and there's people with tens of millions. I don't even know who they are. So that's how big the world is. And, and we can seem pretty insignificant when we're, we're pursuing it. And you're like, man, I, I just want to start a daycare. And it's like, yeah, you know what? Steve Jobs could help you with that. You're like, what do you mean? Like some of the principles that Steve Jobs brought to life and to Apple and to the business and vision and drive and, you know, all that stuff. Again, if, if, you, if, if the sound is bad on Twitter, let me know on my, uh, if, you, if you're friends of mine, text me and let me know. Otherwise, I'll just assume it's good, man. Um, so these outliers can provide value to us, even though it's like, I'm not fucking Tiger Woods. You know, I'm not Jay-Z. I'm not a billionaire. Even last night, if you follow me, I, I do this thing called Campfire Real Estate. And the subject last night, I chose the subject, buying out of state. Buying out of state. Buying property out of state. 
uh, I've only bought two. You know, my, my man Dan's bought a thousand. What the fuck? Like, I feel silly saying two. He bought a thousand. Sitting in his house in New York. How can one man buy, flip, and own, and rent a thousand properties sitting from his house in New York, and, 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 and we might be struggling to buy one? Like, what is going on? What is he reading? What is he eating? What is he doing? Does he have an, 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 a God-given gift of what, man? And, and so people like that. That's why I started doing that podcast is it commits me one hour a week with people who have just done way better than me. They've done way better, man. Like, and so we want to be in a room of people who've done better. And that's what a lot of times what content, and it's not to look down on ourselves. It's not to say, oh, poor me. No, it's like, dude, how can I get a little bit of that? I don't want to buy and flip a thousand properties. That sounds like a nightmare to me. You're like, why? Shit, 50 properties that you own, you'd be rich. I don't even need to do, like, that sounds like a nightmare. And what I mean is, it's not that I don't know how to do it. It sounds unfun. It doesn't sound like the way I want to spend my days. And part of my pursuit of financial independence was, the independence part is, doesn't mean I have so much money that I can just, you know, whatever. It means that I can put my time toward things that I to my highest value, that this is what I enjoy doing. This is how I want to spend my day. Because I think men and women were built to toil, to, to push, to, to work and to grind and to express ourselves. And that there's something that you know or do or can do that blesses other people. And I think that's the ultimate goal in life, man. And that's why we enjoy, you know, I yell about vacations, but you know, you need vacations. I get that. A lot of times when I'm doing that stuff, I'm talking to the person that is pursuing something and damn it, they need permission that says they can go 100% on this. It's okay for you to do that, sir. Don't feel guilty about that. Like there's so much anti that in this world. I see that shit all the time, balanced life. Yeah, I get that. But don't tell, don't tell us Steve Jobs that. He's trying to change the fucking world, man. And is that, value, is that any more valuable than the guy who just wants his restaurant to do good? So that he can send his daughter to college, man. And so he might have to push more than other people push. He might have to commit more than other people see as reasonable. And for a time and for a season, you're going to live unfucking reasonable I'm unreasonable right now. You get what I'm saying? Like, I live by a philosophy, a code. I have this. I've got to make this work, man. Or I've got to learn this. Or I've got to sharpen this skill. There is no... T I have to do this. One of the things that I have to do, trying to be a professional teacher and take my... Listen to this. 1% of people will actually ever reach financial independence. Now, what do we call that? I did a, 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 a telegram, a podcast a while, a, a while back where I, I said to me that number, independent, meaning you don't need shit, don't need to work, you're invincible, recessions don't matter, you have true FU money. It's $10 million. Now, when I say $10 million, I'm, I'm assuming it's all invested, but, you know, some of it. It's indestructible. Markets don't drop more than 50%, rarely. Some stocks do, but if you're, you know, most of it in blue chip shit, you got, you know, eight, nine, ten million dollars, ten million bucks, you're good. And maybe that's real estate stocks, and some of that maybe is your business you own. Business could go bust, but the business owns assets. You have a positive of, of ten million. You're you're independent. You, work is an option. Now you now you could do it on less. 
So you could do it on five. You're like, oh, I'd be good. Okay. But if you're spending two or 300000 a year times 10 years, it's $3 million, bro. So you better make sure that that net worth, if you're going to have, if you're going to live off investments, you need a lot of money, man. You need a lot of money. What that does is put in perspective the value of your work. Is it, It's a lot of money. This is how I see effort. Like when I look at things, I think, okay, if, if I could save six grand, what is six grand? Well, it's like having $1.4 million in the stock market. Meaning if you had like 1.4, eh, probably more like 1.5 million, you'd get like 60,000 a year in dividends. Just do the math. The S&P 500, just independent. That's how I value the money. And they're like, well, why would you go paint a house? Because it's like having a million dollars. That's how I see money. I don't see a million dollars as static million dollars sitting there. I see the work that the million dollars can produce. This is a philosophy or vision of wealth, right? So a dividend of $100, I didn't have to do anything. I see it in the context of, man, if I made 10 bucks an hour, that's 10 hours of life and I didn't do nothing. They just gave me a credit. And so as you begin to view your labor and view passive income, royalties, rents, interest, profits from business, the value on that is, is, is massive in the time equation, man. But less than, less than 1% of population ever hit 10 million. I, don't, I, I think I will. I think I will. I should. So that means 99% of people who you know, think, hey, I'm going to be fine, are living delusional. Like, we're not going to make it. And if you ask them what they're going to do, let's say I just said I'd give you 10 million bucks. What would you do? Most people, two to eight, maybe, shit, maybe the whole thing would be spent in less than a minute. Meaning if you asked them what they do, if, I, if you just woke up tomorrow and you had $10 million, well, I get this question all the time. And you're like, what do you mean? Listen, the guy starting a restaurant is just as, his mission is just as honorable just as righteous and can produce just as much effect in his life as the guy that owns 1,000 restaurants. And there's a lot of Americans that own dozens of restaurants. There are Americans that own thousands of rentals. There are Americans that have millions and billions of dollars in the stock market. All of the things that people are trying to do, there's a million other Americans who've done it. There are a million women that are multimillionaires in this country. There are a million men that are billionaires in this country. Not a million. There's a thousand something. Meaning the things we're doing, there are blueprints for us to follow. And a lot of this will just come down for you, honestly, is what is your philosophy on life? That's what it'll come down. See, because most people, they just woke up tomorrow and they had 10 million bucks. And I said, here, you got 10 million bucks. Tell me what you're going to do with this. And then we're going to, that's what we're going to do for the next year or two. They would, okay, well, I'm going to get this car. That's not a bad thing. You might need a car. I'm going to go on this trip. Not a bad thing. Going on trips is cool. They'd buy this, buy this, and it'd all be consumables. That person, and hopefully it's not you, not to say you wouldn't want to think about it. Dude, I think about a Ferrari all the time. It's fucking dumb, but I think about it. My buddy Welby's got a Ferrari. I got friends that have Ferraris. I don't have a Ferrari, but I think about it. Now, a guy that's broke who's on this mission, but yeah, that's dumb. You don't want to, but, but dude, you do, man. As human beings, we have things we want to buy, man, especially as you get older. And you get older and you have some means and you have some money, man. And then it's like, the, it's, what it comes down to is what you, do you value ultimately? You know, what is, the, what is it that you're going to live for? What side of yourself are you going to work to? 
And so the guy who's starting, if you're, say, young, you're starting a restaurant, that is important, man. And for a time and a season while you're trying to grow that, it's every fucking day. Like, I don't know how anybody could own a business and take a day off. I'm, my, that doesn't really happen, to be honest. Most of the people I know that are the richest, that appears that they're doing a lot, they work every fucking day. It's just not like how other people work, where you get up at 6, drive, get there at 9. But <clears throat> by the time you did all that, I've done two hours of work because I didn't go anywhere. And so as people that own biz, you know, who own assets, they like rental properties, you're not over there every day. I'm not a fucking handyman. Only time I work on a property is when the tenant moves out. I work on empty houses, not houses with people in them. I don't own apartment buildings. There's no maintenance you can call. Right? So if something goes wrong, you let us know, and we put it on an order of priority. And if it's electrical, I call an electrician. I don't go there. If it's plumbing, I don't go there. I don't do plumbing. I do stocks. I don't do plumbing. If it's the roof, I don't go, I don't go to the roof. I might drive by and look at it. Right? But I can paint. And so there's a list of order, and there's an order of, of, of the time that you would spend on this, right? As long as in our heart's desire, we, we, we focus on depreciables and consumables, then we really don't have a desire for building wealth. We have to invest. That's obvious, right? We have to buy things that appreciate in value if you want to be wealthy. Now, sometimes on this path, if you talk about this, like I, I, I had a buddy, Rick Jarman. He didn't like the word rich. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean you don't like that word? <laughs> He's rich, by the way, worth like 12 million bucks. He owned 124 houses, 60-something years old, older guy. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't like the word? You're fucking rich, bro. Now, he didn't cuss, went to church. Good dude. He, he just didn't like that word, man. And I never pushed him on it. But I know there was some sort of attachment to that word. Like, that word is synonymous with bad or greedy. What do you mean, rich? Like, you just say that to people, like, out loud. I mean, I'm trying to get rich. I tell people that all the time. Look right at them. I'm trying to get rich, bro. And then they'll just look at you and be like, well, that's why I can't do that. I'm trying to get rich, man. Like, people don't talk like that. When you talk like that out loud, it changes the tone of things. Let's say you run a business, and as you're having a meeting, you're stop someone, you go, listen, dude, we are trying to get rich. It's like, what are you doing? Well, most people's life is ordered and structured around being consumers. And there's nothing wrong with that. But the... the <laughs> It's the opposite of financial independence. It's financial dependence. <clears throat> so you become dependent on. The drug user becomes dependent upon the drug dealer. And the drug dealer makes all the money. And the drug user supposedly has all the fun. <laughs> right? And that's the same with consumables. If we feel this need to own a bunch of shit that does nothing. A watch. Watches are cool. A shirt. I like shirts. Vehicles. I got vehicles. I got a nice new truck. Let me tell you what, buying that truck was a struggle. And I'm writing a check, no payments. You know why? 
because I know what that money can do. Every single house, if you learn the math, time times amount times you, one property, one house, this blows, this will blow your mind. It won't blow your mind until you write it out. Go get a pencil, go get a piece of paper and do the deal. Have you ever done one? You'd be shocked number of people. I'll coach. I do a lot of one-on-ones talking to people and I'm trying to listen to their story and interject and why aren't you doing this? What about this? Why haven't you done this? And, we, and a lot of times we get to the root. Remember my buddy, one of my richest friends, he didn't like the word rich. But you're rich. You can't identify with what you are. He says, no, I'm wealthy. No, I get it. But you're rich, bro. <laughs> and you're wealthy, for sure. Meaning the point was that was some sort of hang up in his mind, right? <clears throat> People get hung up, man. They get hung up. You need to have a value on wealth because if you don't really have a value on wealth, you'll spend it. And if you have more value on spending it than investing it, it keeps going out the window because the money circulates through the economy of those who value it least to who, those who value it most over time. Snagged that from a video. I sent it out to the Money Flow Gang. Said, listen to this video. It's 11 minutes. You know, some people were too busy to listen to it. A lot of people are too busy being busy to get rich, man. You say, why? And you said, you ever just listen to, you ever, I mean, you ever listen to what it is? Back to that lady that was starting the gym. She's starting a gym. And I, and I applaud it. It's a very high fucking risk chance of her succeeding a pretty slim, I'm going to be honest. I don't have to be positive for her. She does. <clears throat> See, I can rely on the stats. I'm not going to invest with blind fucking, oh, we can do it. I don't know if they can do it. Like, I'm looking at the company. I'm looking at it. Is this doable? Is this stock I'm investing in legitimate? I sent out an email and mentioned a stock named Zim. And I said, listen, came across this stock. They made a shit ton of money. And for some reason, they're paying a crazy-ass dividend. And it's legit. They're paying it from profits. It's fucking crazy. They're paying it from profits. The dividend's ridiculous. If it was half the dividend, if they cut it in half, it's still stupid. Send that out. And I said, here, here's the link to the Q2. That's the balance sheet, man. You ain't got to be a financial genius to read a balance sheet. We have positive money. Oh, that's good. We have negative money. That's bad. Like, you don't have to be a genius. There's a lot of investing is common sense. You know, when it comes to real estate, there's only four things, man. It's the dumbest man's business in the world. Dumb people can do real estate. You only got a couple things, man. Taxes, insurance, Right? Mortgage payment, that's financing, and maintenance. Ooh, four columns. How are we ever going to track that? It's like the dumbest person's game in the biz in the world, and it's mathematically certain. Meaning, if you open a gym, I don't know if you're going to do it. Maybe. Uh, you got a sales funnel, or you just got a fucking idea? Most people just got an idea. Nobody gives a shit about your idea. Right? You have to somehow put that idea in front of people, in a message that shows, hey, this is the value you'll get from doing business with me. And, the sci- and, I, and I said to her, man, you better go read Science of Getting Rich. You ain't got no philosophy. You're just talking logistics. You, do, you just think, oh, that's your message? Okay, but how are you going to disperse it? And one way they want to disperse it is come to me. Oh, could you share this? Man, that's a hard message to put to. Like I, come, I get this all the time. Hey, Gerald, would you tell people about this? Why? And I go, look, and their account's on private. So you've privated your life. You've kept it secret. I've put mine out there. 
had people fuck with me, get laughed at, right? To try to put out a message. I go through this grinding shit, build it out, and now I'm just going to dump your message on there because you woke up today and got one. Like, how do you think that makes the other person feel? And then I go look and I'm like, they haven't even bought one of my books. It's pretty fucking audacious, man. When you think about it. That message, people can't do business with you if they don't know you. Right? Now, you can just open a business, put it there, and hope people driving by go, oh, look at that, and pull in. They might. Maybe you got a business that'll work like that. Dry cleaners, big fucking sign, right? So we start there. Color for business, need to be able to read it. People from the street need to be able to see it, right? What? We start working on a funnel. We got to get people in the door, man. So if we're in business, your goal is to get people to look at you. You can, all the money you want is in the pockets, purses, wallets, checkbooks, credit cards of other people. So you have to create systems that go out and market for you. You're a babysitter. Well, it, you're, you'd be a more successful babysitter if 1,000 mothers knew you were a babysitter and you connect to an online calendar. Here's my dates. Here's my rates. Here's what I do for you. Take care of your children better than you do as if they're my own or your pet or your house sit for you or mow your yard or put up gutters or paint your property, right? Or haul off your junk or drive your thing. Or if you, you know, if you're at a job, then you're inside your job, you're an, you're an entrepreneur, meaning the business needs to be more valuable because you're there, man. Like that's where money generates from, through service to other people. It's not winning the lottery. Meaning people who get to $10 million have served a lot of people outside of the outliers, the outliers. And people who do that usually value things different, differently. People who hit that shit big, bam, all of a sudden you're making 10, 12 million the next year from the, you know, you were making not much, now it's 10 million. They're balling out, dude. They're woo, showing it, man, flishing, flashing money. Go hang out with Buffett. I don't, I never, what watch is he wearing? I never seen shit about him. What, what kind of car does he drive? Right, his grind was so slow, man. He didn't become a billionaire until he's 50. Now he's worth over 100 billion. He's 100x since he was 50 years old, man. Warren Buffett has 100x since he was 50 years old. He became a billionaire in his 50s. He's 100 fucking x now. And he's in 92. That's 40 years. Coaching a kid the other day is like life and death. I lost 14 grand. How am I ever going to survive? And I'm like, bro, since age 50 to 100 or 92, Warren Buffett's 100x. I think you can 100x off zero, man. Meaning what you're going to do is stop wasting time. You have a mission. Being you, doing you, CEO of you, captain of you. You're fucking like you're of your story. You're the writer. And for right now, for a time and for a period, you may not live for your mom. Sorry, I'm not living to please you guys right now. I got some shit to do. I'm writing this book, so I'm going to write on it every day. I meet people all the time. They got some online brand, no podcast. Stop being a little bitch, man. Let me just say what it is. Stop. You know the number of people I meet, they got an online brand. They want to do something online. They don't post shit. They don't say shit. And then they post one picture and it's this fucking done out thing. It's like, dude, stop. Just grind, man. Grind. Start putting out stuff.
I mean, what are you waiting on? It's got to be good. Good to who? It's always quality or quantity over quality. You're not Michelangelo, man. Michelangelo painted tens of fucking thousands of pictures. We only kept a few of them. Go and listen to the lost tapes of Tupac. Some of them shit I could do better. You're like, dude, no wonder they didn't come out with this. Like, he's literally smoking weed, says, turn it on, and just starts making up shit. Some of it's good. Some of it's terrible. Every artist out there has that, man. I got tons of videos I deleted. So if you're putting one a week out, you're not even trying, man. You're not even trying. It's 5, 10, 15 bits a fucking day every day. Every day, man. You think that you, you can like Trump, not like Trump. He came fucking president. Put out TV shows. Owns golf courses, restaurants. I mean, billions. Same time as I have. God gave him the same time, man. My buddy Dan gave him the same time. Right? And so maybe we don't do it as big. I don't have a thousand. I have two. About to get number three. And then four. And then five. Right? Because I have to work within the means of what I have. So if you own a business, and let's say you're making a lot of money, you, for, to get rich when you make a lot of money is easy. Man, when people make a lot of money don't get rich, they're just, I mean, these are just dumb people. Like, they just squandered it. They were given a gift from God himself, and they just did nothing with it. There's literally a parable in the Bible about it. Should scare the shit out of anyone that makes a lot of money. If you would all believe in God, man, if you read that and study that, the parables and what it talks about on money, you have an obligation, dude, because you were given it. It's not yours. King Tut didn't get take it with him. They just buried it. And guess what? We got to it. <laughs> Everybody's wealth gets given up because it's not yours. So you have to have a value of building wealth more than spending. And you have to have a value serving people more than just talking and worrying about your image and how good a picture looks and what my voice sounds like and what will people think. I don't give a fuck. I could care less what anybody who's never bought a book of mine thinks. Don't care at all. Zippo. Guy says, you need a better mic. You do a YouTube show. Shut up. That's literally how I respond to people. Right? What, 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 is it, what am I listening to? Why? I'm on a mission, man. I'm on a mission. And for part of that, you're like, man, that's kind of rude. I know. I'm pushing back, man. I can't listen to any of that bullshit. I know I need a better mic. Goddamn. I'm not stupid. Right? So you're going to know a lot of things people are pointing out. Oh, this isn't written that good. I know. I'm just getting going. Oh, this picture could have been better. I know, I just started. I know that. Right? So I'm not taking all that in. I'm going to deflect it immediately. And I have some people say, well, you shouldn't do that. Bullshit. I didn't say I didn't listen to it. I didn't say I didn't respond to it another way. But I'm also pushing back on it, man. Meaning I'm fighting for me, man. Some people, well, that's kind of arrogant. All right, whatever. I got to help me, man. Ain't nobody coming. Ain't nobody over here. Gerald, can I do something for you? Nobody's doing that, man. Hey, could I write that for you? Nobody's doing that. Hey, here's a script for your next thing. Nobody's doing that. Oh, hey, here's the next stock you should buy. Nobody's doing that. 
Nobody's managing my money but me. Nobody's collecting the Airbnb but me. Nobody's collecting all the rent but me. Nobody's tracking all the shit but me. Right? Same for you. There's, there's no help coming. Which means we better, 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 better damn sure place what we spend our time and our thoughts on the shit that we truly value and not what other people value. So that guy values a much better produced production. Good. Appreciate it. Eventually I'll get there. Right now I'm fucking talking. Shut up. That's my philosophy. And some people aren't going to like that, man. It's all right. It keeps me going. That's what it's about, man. I ain't trying to please them. Right? Now, that doesn't mean you're not open. Hey, man, your mic's low. Okay, cool. Appreciate it. It's the context, too, is what I'm saying. When a guy says, it's one thing that a friend says, hey, man, your volume is low. It's another thing when a guy goes, this guy needs to put some money into his, you see what I'm saying? It's a dig. And so there's, there's, there's you know, helping people and then there's digging on people. And, and you're, that's going to happen to you as you put yourself out there. So you need to be prepared for it. And a lot of people are fearing it. I don't fear it. I expect it. Come on with it. Don't, don't fear it, man. And so you don't need that. I don't need the picture to be perfect, man. I don't need to post it just the right time. I'm posting because I want to post. You get what I'm saying? And then you become free, man. You become free. Not to say you don't try to get things the best you can. Of course you do. But you're free from the judgment and criticism of others. You have to be able to be dedicated to something that's congruent with your values or you won't stay with it. Sent out this stock and I said, Zim, and I said, hey, read the core two ports. I said, listen, you know, use position size, use reason, understand what this is. This is a high risk, possibly high reward play. You know, use caution, read about it, blah, blah, blah. Lady says, well, I put 60,000 in it. I'm like, ma'am, I'm worth millions of dollars. I only have 60000 in one stock. It's not this one. It's one that I've owned for 15 years. Well, the stocks come down. When they issue the dividend, it drops 10%. The yield is, was huge. So it immediately drops. Ex-dividend day stock drops by the dividend. You should know this. Okay? It's, it's inexcusable if you don't understand how dividends work. You, you cannot go through this fucking holiday, enjoy yourself, and at the end of this holiday, you do not understand how dividends work. If you do, shame on you. It's fucking ridiculous. Sit down and figure it out. We're all grown. We should understand dividends. The fact that there's adults walking around in America who don't understand a fucking system that gives them free money is atrocious. How in the hell are we spending money on school and kids come out and don't understand dividends? It's, it's crazy to me. You got kids come out of, people, out of people's houses. I got friends whose kids are leaving. Too stupid to understand dividends. Oh, they tell you all about Greek philosophy. That's where we're at, man. This is the kind of shit we value. The same people will tell them, hey, man, just borrow money, man. Borrow, fuck it. Borrow 100 grand. Pay it later. Kid starts off negative 100. Not negative 100. Because now he's got time loss, too. And you're like, what do you mean? It's not negative 100K. It's negative fucking million. He won't 10X. Warren Buffett, 100X from age 50 to, 90, four, to 92. That's 40, 42 years. 100X. 100X. So by 16, he had 100K invested. Right? That's how he got there to that number. Time, times amount. Plus, he's smart and reads the studies, obviously. 
But my point is, he's not 24 and owe 50K. He's 24 and has 300,000 invested. Well, money doubles every 7.2 years. Do the math. So what if you got 300 invested and you got a good job and you're making 250? And you didn't go get debt. And you didn't pursue what someone else said to do. You just went out and made money, man. And so we don't value just going out and make money. We value going out and taking on more debt, studying fucking nonsense. There's like five jobs you need to go to, med to school. You can be a doctor, a fucking lawyer, an engineer. They're going to require it. But to get rich in sales, you don't need to go to college. To get rich in real estate, you don't need a real estate license. To get rich in stock market, you don't need a broker's license. To be a writer, I don't need approval from anybody. To publish a course, I don't need permission. Fucking YouTube's free. Podcasting's free. Twitter's free. Everything's fucking free. Nobody can stop you from doing anything. You can just hit it on your phone and publish today. People are scared to hit it. What if they don't like me? What if I don't look cool? Fuck them. Hit the button. Warren Buffett's 11. You think his mom was like, oh, you do that too much. You need to stop reading. I doubt it. People committed to building wealth, they study it, they research it, they mentor under it. They apply it. They apply it. Kid told me he read my book last night, the whole book. I'm like, you don't know shit. They have four savings and investment structures in place. Actually ridiculous that he even said that to me. There's no way he could have comprehended that. If you can read that all and understand it, you're, you would already be rich. Impossible. Impossible. Meaning the, the whole chapter 10, Dogs of the Dow, there's eight other books that go with that. He surface read it. He lost a huge opportunity in his life. If you go through my free ebook, chapter by fucking chapter, and say, I'm going to apply this to my life, you are on a blueprint that you don't need to buy any. I mean, honestly, you probably would never need to buy another book other than which we enjoy it and we're looking for angles. And, and as entrepreneurs, we're constantly taking in new information. I get that. But my point is, a lot of times, instead of a new book, let's go back and read the other book. Like, maybe let's read Think and Grow Rich 50 fucking times before we go read another one. What would happen if you did that? What happened if when you read something, you just start over, read it again, do it again, before you just like, fuck, I think I got this memorized, then put it down and go to book two. What happens to you as a person, man? So instead of having information overload, you have, you have an internalization that's what I did with the book, The Science of Getting Rich. That's what this podcast here on Apple is about. It's about that at the core of getting rich is serving other people, not one-hit wonders, not you bought options and made a million dollars. Good for you. It's what do you do with the money after it? And if it's, well, I bought a car and I bought this, then you will never be wealthy. Because if I woke up and someone handed me a million dollars, dude, you know how much beach property I'm buying? I am not buying shit but that. Nothing. I'm obsessed with this. They gave me $9,100 last month. I don't know what you make at a job. I didn't do jack crap for it. Nothing. Not a phone call. I didn't talk to anybody. I didn't do any bookings. I did nothing. And they gave me $9,100. What the fuck else should I be thinking about? Think of that. What if I do it again? 
They will give me then $18,000 if I had a month like I had last month again in both of them. What if I do it a third time? Because I know how to do it now. That'll be $38,000 in one month doing nothing, talking to no one, taking no calls, booking nothing. Nothing. They just dropped it in my account. Now, there's risk on that, right? But at its core, what is that about? Serving people. If you want to come to the beach, you don't want to stay in no nasty-ass hotel. You want to stay in like a, this is really nice. It's class A, bro. Ocean front. You open the door, you're looking at the beach. Nicely done, painted, beautiful furniture. Way nicer than your house. Most of the people that stay there, unless they got a fucking beach house. I don't know why they'd be at my house if they did. I'm serving them. They're going to take pictures. They're going to have pictures from my house forever. There's going to be families all over America. Remember that time we went to the beach? And it'll be fond memories. Remember when we took little Johnny? I got to play a part in that. And I got paid for it. Serving other people. Wealth comes through service, man. Serving other people. People really committed to wealth, building wealth, study it, research it, mentor under it. They, apply it. They, are, they have forced savings and investment structures in place. Every day I buy $100 worth of stock. Dividend stock. Um, if there is nothing to buy, I just leave it in cash. And the next day I put in $100. It's been my goal for a long time. If there is no stage one to buy, I just put $100 in. You may think, well, I can't do that. Well, I can. Some days I do $300. Yesterday I did $400. But every fucking day that I'm alive on earth... I put money into the stock market. <clears throat> the balance is not what I'm looking at. It's share count and dividend increase. Okay? And at times it's a trade. Okay? But usually that comes from out and above this money. Meaning I got to put the money in the, in the dividend. And then other money, if I want, I could allocate it to dividend or I could put it into trading. And if I want to build the trading account, let's say I put 100 here and I put a couple hundred there. Say at the end of the month I want to put two grand. I, I put in my stuff there and I move money to there. But I'm in a constant state of putting in. And I meet the, the people that I meet that are worried. They all say the same thing. Well, I can't put in right now. You know why? Because they value other things. They value other things. You're like, what do you mean? Some people value debt. I mean, they love it. You, why do you say it? They have it. They keep it. They love it. People love debt, credit card debt. They love it. They pay for it. So they'll pay $100, $200 a month on a credit card. They don't care. They like it. They pay for the right to use a card. Hundreds of dollars a month. To get $200 in Ford, last night I got $114 from Ford. You would have to value owning Ford stock. Well, I, I put this on my story on Instagram. Ford, I was first buying Ford in the $8, $9 range. It ran up, ran down, and then it totally collapsed because they canceled their dividend and it fell to four bucks. I'm down 70, 60, 70% in some of my purchases. Some of them I'm only down 50%. This, you say, will it ever come back? Well, I believe Ford provides value to people. People need cars, man. People need their cars fixed. I don't know. They're going to need it, whether it's electric or gas. I don't see any proof that electric cars last longer than gas cars, and they need people to manufacture them. They manufacture them. So part of my investment money is in the place, the, the sector of cars 
and there's there's Tesla, and there's Ford, and there's GM, and you can own all of them. Just over time, you could buy all of them. You have investments in cars. And when it collapses, what do I do? Stay the course. It's part of my portfolio. It's not all my fucking portfolio. It's part of it. What do I do? Stay with it. And then what? Then it goes from four to 25. Why? Well, there's a little bit of a thing called a fucking track record. Ford hasn't gone out of business, man. So when you do these big companies, these blue chips, these big dividends, like Campbell's is not going out of business. When these things go out of business, it's a long, slow, agonizing death. Took Sears nine years of paralyzing, slow descent. Well, in the meantime, the rest of your portfolio has gone up for nine years. Your other investments have outperformed, right? But here's what happens if all of these things get hit at the same time and people don't have a philosophy of wealth building or the value, sir. The reason you get paid dividends is your investments serve people. At its core, the reason a dividend stock can pay is it's in the business of service. It's giving people what they want. Most people do not have a vision of wealth. They have a vision of consumerism. They want to consume things, eat things, use things, experience things, use things. Well, that comes at a cost because nobody you know can make shit. If they want cabinets, they got to buy them. They don't want to make them. If they want to change their oil, somebody else does it. If they need to get gas, they didn't pump it out of the ground. They don't own an oil well. If they want a Red Bull, you don't make nothing in your life. Everything is handed to you by somebody else. You are a complete consumer. Eat, eat, sleep, eat, lights, tweet. Like all this stuff is total consumption. And we all have it. That's bucket number one, man. Kids say, I read your book in one day. You don't know shit. You didn't read that in a day. You can't comprehend everything in there. You can explain the bucket system to like, come on, man. Such a superficial. It's like, dude, he don't even know he insulted me. Like how dumb that sounds to me. You couldn't have possibly read it. You read all about the REITs. You read about the business development companies. You read about the, you know, where it talks about the social security. Come on, man. There's no way you did that, right? And understand it and apply it. You're gonna, it's going to take a year, man. The book Science of Getting Rich is not going to help you if you read it one time. You're going to read it a hundred fucking times. Internalization. You don't play a scale on a piano one time. You don't execute one trade. In 2019, I paid commissions. It's $10 in, $10 out. I paid $7,980 in commissions at $7 a commission. It was seven bucks. And I, I, and I had seven. That's a thousand executions. Thousand. Fucking thousand. Now go back to 22 years I've been trading. How many executions? I don't know. A million? Probably not a million. So you were going to what? Roll up in 90 days? Make 32 transactions? You got people calling them stock trade. How many transactions you done? Like seven? Oh, wow. Really? You're not a master of this? Like what? How many crashes you been through? Wow. And you're not a master? Like no shit. Takes time. Time. The reason you can get rich is time. The reason I can build my portfolio is every so often Ford collapses by 50%. Man, thank God that Exxon fell by 70% and I lost followers. People quit the money flow gang because I'm like, buy Exxon. And they're like, oh, it just keeps going lower. And I'm like, buy it. You're given an opportunity of a lifetime. I'm not staying here. This guy's stupid. And they quit. 
He's telling people to buy falling knives. No, I'm not. I'm telling people to change their fucking life. Where, now, where are those people? I don't know where they're at. I know they're not in my group. Lost hundreds, hundreds of people. I guarantee you, if we go look at all those, I would, I would love to do this. I would love to pull up a list. Now, maybe I'm wrong. I'd love to pull up a list of everyone that quit trading with me, every one of those quitters. Pull them up, every one of them. And I don't give a shit the reason. If it ain't death, you quit. Period. It's not because you made more money than us. I know that ain't true. Dude, I'm going to, I'm going to Megadeth Five Finger Death Punch concert tonight with a Money Flow gang member because that's how we do it. Like, I hang out with these people. The ones that are fucking real. Not you jumped in two months ago and you're excited. I don't know if you're going to do anything. I don't know. But go look on my, on, my, on, my, on my YouTube. and I have Carlo on there. Been in the group, I don't know, a year, year and a half. Since then, he's, he's up to 19 properties now. He came in the group. He had five. He has 19 now. Trade stocks with us. I, this is, we, I'm like, yeah, we're friends. Why? He's a hustler, man. I texted him last night. He lives in Houston. Hey, man, you want to go see Megadeth? I bought the ticket. Why? Because he's there every day, man. Every day doing this. He's never sent me a message. Oh, my God. this time. He's never done that. Never cried in the thing. He just stays the course, gets richer and richer and richer. So Exxon crashes. I lose a lot of people. A lot of people calling me names online. The Exxon goes to... Oil went to zero. I'm shocked. I can't even believe it. Zero. I'm the guy telling you to buy it. It's now zero. Zero. I could quit. I could apologize. I could take all their criticism. Oh, I'm, they must be right. Obviously, it went to fucking zero. Literally. Stock's 25 bucks. There ain't no way they're going to pay these dividends when oil's zero. And I'm the guy recommending it. Nah, fuck them. I'm right. I'm right. I'm still here. Made a fortune. <laughs> to me, it's a fortune. Might not be a fortune to some others. But anytime I can make six figures, I, I call that a fortune. $9,100 I got last month on Airbnb. That's a fortune, bro. I don't care who you are. I didn't do anything. It just showed up. $6,100 of that's profit. As for my house. You don't think that makes me take in a lot of content? The questions I get asked about real estate, I've never asked anyone. You're like, what do you mean? I've never asked anyone, how do you find a house? That is the dumbest fucking question. Now, I don't say that to them. It's hard, it's hard to you know, sell books and customers. If, well, that's not true. I do it a lot to, to them too. Uh, Money Flow member, you might be on here, bro. He said, man, you, you called me out on the call last night. And if I ever do that, I don't know it's you, man. I don't know why people take it personal. I can't, my, I'm old. I'm 52 years old. I can't read the name when I'm standing back on the screen. And I just catch a bit. Sometimes I get the, I actually get the damn thing wrong. And you're like, why? That's my content. I riff on things. And sometimes I ex get really mad about things. It's, it's, not on, it's not like I'm personally, I don't even know who said it, man. And I may even be misunderstanding it. And so I don't really don't care. Like people, well, I don't like what you do. Don't give a shit, bro. That's my content. Like I'm not making an excuse for it. I'm not changing it. This is how I do it. So I'm going to read what I read and then I'm going to try to teach from my perspective. And I got a buddy of mine, he's super rich, and he goes, 
man, you're always getting on to me about car payments. And I'm like, what? This dude makes a lot of money, man. I'm like, no, man, nobody gives a fuck if you have car payments. You're rich. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to a dude that works at Walmart. If he has car payments, how's he ever going to get out of the middle class? So there's like, there, you know, you, you, be careful listening to the billionaire. Looking back going, well, if I could do it over, I'd have spent more time with my family. And it's like, yeah, and you wouldn't be a billionaire. So it's easy to get to the top and look back and go, oh, should have went and smelt the roses more. Should have went fishing. It's like, bullshit. Stop giving bullshit advice. That is not what got you there. They're asking, how do I get to what you are? Not what do you regret in life? And a lot of advice that I see people giving is what they regret in life. And don't take on the regrets of other people, man. Dude, don't do that, man. I see people doing that. Young, too, man. Young. And they start taking on the regret of some old person. No, man. That, old, that dude doesn't know what you've been called to do, man. They don't know your situation, man. You know, talking to a guy last night. You got three, you know, grown man. $3,000 in checking. You're 30-something years old. Oh, oh, 14000 in debt. Making X dollars. Right? And I'm like, bro, you cannot have a down day. You're two on the line. You can't have days like this weekend. He cannot do this. Saturday, spends money, no money. Sunday, spends money, no money. Monday, holiday, takes it off, spends money, no money, out with the girl, they're spending. Less, 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 less. Tuesday at work, worried about it. Worried about it. Make some money, make some money, make some money, make some money, make... Thursday, boys want to go out. Go out. Basically zero on that day. Make some money. Oh, wait, weekend. Going to go here. Going to go there. So no money, no money. Back to work on Monday. And you're at zero. And you get to the end of the month, and it's about where you started. That person does not value wealth. That is not a life dedicated to wealth at all. And so they'll never actually ever get to really have a good time. They won't ever go on a really amazing vacation because they're living paycheck to paycheck. So they'll take a bunch of shitty ones. And it's like, dude, give up 10 shitty ones to go have amazing ones the rest of your life. Give up 10 shitty, shitty uh, 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 fast food meals, right? So that you can get out of debt. Like these exchanges are no brainers, man. Like you, 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 you know, you can't go out to the fucking lake this week and you're in debt, dude. Like you, you've got to, you've got to live unreasonable to get yourself, because if you carry that, it's negative amortization. You are literally going backwards. Time times amount times yield. Buffett goes from 1 billion to 100 billion in 42 years because he doesn't owe anyone and every day is positive. Meaning every day you're growing richer and richer and richer. That's leverage. And the only way to get leverage is not working. It's taking the money from work and valuing wealthy things. And you say, well, this little bit won't help me right now. No, but the repetition will. And so, no, I don't think like I see people, well, I'm 20. Let's start a Roth. And I'm, no, man, that ain't doing shit, man. The kid's not putting in enough. Yeah, the, the structure's there. I get all of that. I do. And I appreciate that. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. But can we, can we, can we go back a step and really explain this? Because if you're, if you just have an account and you put a little bit, yeah, it's okay. It's all right. But that's not, that's not going to, that's not going to take care of their family. That's not going to change their life. 
And the first time they have a big trouble, they're going to liquidate it to pay for it. So we've got to install a philosophy of wealth, a philosophy that it comes through service to other people, that through our, our interest, our love, our hobby, our activity, what we do at work, like being a good Walmart employee serves other people. Most of the people I see working there give a shit about serving you and it's self-service. And then every once in a while you run into the rare person, you're like, whoa, good server. Let me tip them, you know? But a lot of people, they're not serving anybody. They're serving themselves. They're trying to get through, fill out their paperwork, do the thing. There's no service to other people in that. You know, you see those articles this week where they're talking about quiet quitting. I never heard of something so fucking stupid in my life. Why would you go to a job that you don't want to be there? I can't even imagine. That person has no control over their life. None. None. Zero fucking control. You know how do you say, how do you know? Because they're wasting it. You're not, any day that goes by that you're not pursuing your highest virtue, the highest thing that you respect the most in life is a loss, is a waste, and you went backwards. What is your highest value? Your highest value. So the key is to make sure that everything you do is highest priority. The thing that is most meaningful to you. So you don't give up. You have resilience and you embrace the pain and the pleasure of the pursuit of this great purpose. And for you, it's different than me. For one guy, it's launching his business. For you, it may just be getting out of debt. Getting out of debt. And if you're not living to your highest values because you're willing to do it with pleasure and only and you'll want to give up, it's pain, and you'll need motivation all the time. If you find yourself constantly seeking motivation, it's because you're not serving your highest value. Whatever it is in life, and it's different at different ages. So when a man is old, and he's speaking from the mountaintop, and he's been very successful, and he's a billionaire, they all say the same dumb shit. They all do, man. Right? Because why? their value system changed. It's different at 20 than when you're 30. The value system changed. So when I put out that stock Zim and it immediately has come down way more than I thought it would, but let's be fair, the stock market came down. Let's be fair, it had a 10% drop on ex-dividend day. So 10%'s coming back, so we're really down like 17. That's not the end of the fucking world. Let's don't act like it. But I had a lady text me. She put 60,000 in. That's a lot. We're down a lot on her. And she says, should I be worried? I'm like, well, did you, did you read what I read? I mean, read it. I don't know anything more than that. They're making a lot of money. And they've committed, the board is committed to paying 30% of profits in the form of a dividend. If there's no profits, there's no dividend. They just signed a $1 billion deal. They're making a lot of money. But if we go into recession, which has been all this week, all of a sudden, we're back on that. World's going to end. Total collapse. Everybody, everyone that I know that's 30 thinks the fucking world's ending. While I buy stocks every day. So the key is to make sure that everything you do is to your highest priority. My highest priority in life is $100 a day in stocks. $300 a day set aside for real estate. So my business, you know, I make about $1,000 a day. 
just come out gross across the board, all the things I do. And that's the order of operation for allocation of money. You know, so if we make 2,000, right? So rent came in, I made like 20 G's in the last couple of days. The highest order priority, $100 in his stocks right now. It's not my highest priority. When it, 300 a day into real estate. Meaning if I can do more, I do more. But I need to do that as a minimum because as I'm looking over the next three, four, five months researching, I will have stacked enough money, right? So I got about 40, 50, uh, 40 something thousand stacked. Every day, more money, more money, more money. Why? I'm looking at pull uh, another condo, probably Lake of the Ozarks. Why? So I can do that 9,000 I got this month again. You know? And then, and then if I'm good, depending on where you're at in life, there's been times where I couldn't pursue a property for whatever reason. Then I want all that money going to stocks. I need to be valuing wealth building first. So before I help my sister, I buy stocks. I'm sorry. I apologize to you guys that that hurt your feelings. Sorry, mom. Can't help you. But that's a value system. And there's people that'll make you feel bad about yours. Maybe don't grow your business as big. Help your brother. Maybe don't grow your business as big. Loan this dude some money. Maybe don't grow your business as big, you know, do this because your girl wants to go to uh, uh, visit London and you're broke. And we've all done that. When you're doing that kind of activity, you're not living to your highest priority because I can't believe for a second your highest priority is to, is, to, is to live paycheck to paycheck, to not grow your business, to barely live within your means. I can't believe that's your highest priority. So we got to make sure is our life congruent with what we actually value. And that doesn't mean the other things aren't valued. It just means we have to put them in order of operation. Meaning you, you, you can't drown trying to save other people. And just because you're above board, just because you're. All right, man. So I it went way too long. I uh, just had to call it somewhere. I appreciate you listening to the Science of Getting Rich podcast. I haven't recorded here in a while. I probably need two more. I've been doing a lot of focus on the Money Flow Trading Society's podcast, Mastering the Trade, trying to provide some sort of audio support for that community. Hey, it's a great community, the Money Flow Trading Society. It's, it's, a lot of it's based out of my book, You Don't Have to Die Broke. That's totally free. Just go to geraldpeters.info. You can get a copy. And those who want to uh, see how we buy stocks, like I talk about in Chapter 10 in the free book, we have this book called the Money Flow Trading Society or the Money Flow Trading System, and we're trying to build wealth. And we've got business owners and people that have careers in their jobs, young dudes just getting started, real estate investors. We're mostly talking about stocks, but all of almost all of us either own a business. We definitely invest in business, trading, investing in real estate. It's a community of like-minded people. I love it. There's hundreds of us there. We would love to have you. I'd love to help you on your journey. Um, and that's about it, man. If you'd like to talk with me, you can book a one-on-one with me. Again, go to geraldpeters.info. Maybe I could help you on your journey. God bless.